And just like that, summer is almost over. It's Tuesday morning, September 5th, and I'm coming to you live from Southern California. Good morning, California. I have been home just over a week. I landed coming home from the East Coast a week ago Monday, and I have been in my feelings, and it's been such a bumpy ride home. And I want to tell you all about it because I think it's valuable. And I want to welcome all of you new listeners and followers to my world, to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast, if you are listening to this. I spent nearly three months on the East Coast this summer. And for over two weeks of that time, I was doing work with the Luckiest Club, which is a sobriety support community online that I'm a part of with founder Laura McCowan's work, her two books on sobriety. And I'm one of many team leaders who help facilitate online sobriety support with over 50 plus weekly daily meetings, 50 plus per week, different meetings for those people who might be looking for support from alcohol addiction with a the only requirement being a desire to get and stay sober. And of course, many of us talk about other drugs. I was a drug addict for many years. So welcome, welcome. I want to answer some questions. I want to say hello. I want to share a great quote with you. Um, I want to wholeheartedly welcome all of you new people to my world. And that will be today's episode and really exciting in today's episode. I have two humans who share the same birthday. Of course, one is my Harvey Rose Cates, November 5th. She'll be five years old, her golden birthday. And she just started kindergarten this morning. And of course, I have so many feelings because I'm not there and I miss her terribly. And my new friend, Dharam Jeev, has given me permission to share her audio recording of a Mary Oliver poem. We met in real time during my work travels. And we also traveled for a couple days together to visit Provincetown, Massachusetts for the first time. And we were in the area where Mary Oliver walks and she recited a poem for us and she gave me permission to share it here. And she was born on November 5th. That's right. Harvey Rose and Dharam Jeev share the same birthday. So fun. So welcome to an all new episode. Om. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Bluefeather. Thanks for joining me for another episode. So let me answer a few questions first. So I got, what do you do for work? I don't understand. Uh, I also got, are, do you live on the East Coast or the West Coast? And questions like, why don't you, do you want to move to New York? And also, do you, who's this Harvey Rosen? Do you want to have a kid of your own and or a partner, maybe a husband? So let me start with those. So first of all, 
My name is David Alexander Smith, and I was born in 1973 on August 6th, and I just turned 50. So that was a big part of my travel. This summer was celebrating my 50th birthday, and we had a birthday party on Broadway on Saturday, August 5th, and we took Harvey Rose Cates, who is my goddess daughter. Yes, that's an intentional phrase. I support the Divine Feminine, and she... We took her to see Lion King, the musical, the matinee on Saturday, August 5th, and she loved it. She did so great. She loves it. And my mother, my 80-year-old mother, well, she'll be 80 in December, and my sister flew out as a surprise. And so they surprised me at brunch uh, in Central Park at Tavern on the Green. We sat down, me, Harvey her papa and her dad, Jay and Kenny, my dear friends. And all of a sudden, somebody's hugging me from behind and whispering in my ear. And I'm thinking it's, I don't, I thought it was one of our friends who lived in Brooklyn. And then I turn around, it's my sister, but I'm like, what? And then she moves away and my mom's there. And I'm like, what? It was such a surprise. And they joined us for brunch and they came to the theater And then they came to stay several, three nights up the river, 45 minutes out of the city in Rockland County, in Clarkstown, New City, where Jay and Kenny and Harvey live. And they stayed for a few nights and it was so awesome. We had such a nice long weekend and I was really surprised. So Sunday was my birthday birthday. And after a big day in the city and on Broadway, we did what we do on Sundays in the summer, midsummer. We went to the pool. Well, first we went to a yoga class in Nyack, the town right over from New City. And Kenny teaches yoga at Playful Yogi Space. And we did yoga and oh, he was so sweet. He shared a little message and stuff about me and my birthday and how he often hears me share one of my mantras, which is totally shout out to my dear friend and brother, Prince Bryce Orvin. Bryce Orvin taught me years ago, my life is a constant stream of miracles. And I think we were going through something very difficult together. And needless to say, for whatever reason, it resonates deep. And it especially is fun for me to use when things are difficult to say my life is a constant stream of miracles. So Kenny talked about that in his yoga class, and it really resonates. So here, take it, use it. My life is a constant stream of miracles. (laughs) Sometimes I say it sarcastically to my dear friends. Often I'm like, wow, this life is really interesting. And one of my friends in Brooklyn, I was staying with Kai, a dear friend, and his husband, John, and they actually know Bryce Orvin. And I was telling them the story about this mantra in my yoga class. And Kai thought I said, my life is a constant stream of parables. (laughs) And then I'm like, well, that, okay, that could work. Or my life is a constant stream of terribles. (laughs) So I'm going to use miracles. I'll keep using it. Enjoy it. Birthday celebration was awesome. And Harvey Rose Cates, she is my best friend, Jay, of 15 years, who married Kenny, 
um, and they have one kid that belongs to them. And they asked me to be a godparent. And I said, yes, I would love to. So I've known her from day one. um, And she's my goddess daughter. And I want to be her goddess parent because I want to support the divine feminine. And I wholeheartedly believe that so much injustice has been done towards women over the, the centuries. And why can't God just be a woman and be goddess? And so I want to be a goddess parent too, because I'm working on accepting my own femininity as a cis male who identifies right now as he, him. And I want to be okay being a he, him who's feminine and girly and Harvey Rose. And I have had such a close relationship and she honors and sees those parts of me that are very feminine and masculine. In fact, she even asked me this summer, are you a boy and a girl? We were just playing. And I said, sure. (laughs) I mean, she knows I'm a boy. I tell her I'm a boy. And I thought that was a fair response to start with. (laughs) And so Harvey Rose, um, just to answer more of the questions, I get them a lot, even from my family again. So it takes a minute to, you know, sort through the stories. So Jay and Kenny, they both have Harvey as their middle name, John Harvey Cates, Jr., Kenneth Harvey Frisbee, Jr. And so Harvey, they were really struggling, should we do it? And they had all these cool experiences and met a family who Harvey was part of their family name. They're like, we think it's so cool, you should name your daughter Harvey. There's so many great, great stories about that year of making the decision for them to have a child. And so they found first a gestational carrier, a woman named Heather. And Harvey actually just met her in the spring in New York with her two dads. And they had several hours together with Heather. Heather lives in Utah. And they were looking for a gestational carrier. And me and Jay, some of our friends in Utah, one of our friends was the connecting piece to Heather. So then from there, Jay and Kenny used an egg donor from an agency in Utah and then fertilized that egg with both of their sperms or several eggs with both of their sperms and then had several embryos on stock, um, like a boy, Jay. A a girl, Kenny, a boy, uh, you know, so they each had viable embryos and they knew the gender. And then when they were ready and they made their decision, and I'll let those other questions be answered when we do some sort of limited series podcast with Jane Kenny, it's on our list. (laughs) Um, They chose Jay's female embryo first and that's harvey rose and they implanted the embryo in heather and she carried harvey to full term and harvey was born in utah on november 5th 2018 and anyway it's a big part of my life i really love her and i spend a lot of time on the east coast so to answer the question about why i don't move to new york it's because i am bi-coastal okay people I love Southern California, and I've been invited to be a part of their home and family and to help out, to help out with my time and my love and my resources and financially. And 
I am so grateful. And so I'm bi-coastal and I usually spend about four to five months with them over um, on the East Coast. And I work from there. And so my work work, just for those of you that are wondering, I have a handful of items, services that make up my salaries and my monies. Um, The first primary one is I transitioned from being a social worker as an MSW with an LCSW in Utah. I practiced for almost a decade and then I transitioned to moving to Southern California and I wanted out of the system of social work. I finished working on campuses at Salt Lake Community College in health and wellness services. In 2013, I was working to move some of my services online and founded Viral Mindfulness. I knew that after my 10 plus years helping people at that point, I guess it was 10 actually, 2003 is when I graduated from my master's in social work from the University of Utah. However, during those two years of 2001 to 2003, we do internships, practicums, and work under advanced practitioners licenses in their agencies and I had some powerful experiences including a summer abroad in 2002 in Eastern Europe for three months at the American University in Bulgaria outside of the capital of Sofia helping set up a student counseling service in the spirit of American style universities and counseling centers so I wanted to move my practice online and I found a niche, which was viral mindfulness. Testing positive for HIV for me in my life in 2003, March of that year, that virus, that experience, all that came with it, all that I was carrying within me, trauma, religious and spiritual abuse, and so many parts founded the idea that this virus brought me to being alive and awake in a way that nothing else had up to that point. And, you know, it wasn't until after getting that diagnosis that I started really jumping into drugs and alcohol and unfortunately crossed the invisible line and found myself really struggling with weed and daily cannabis and crystal meth. And unfortunately, uh, I chose to often use crystal meth as an injecting drug user. And I've been sober since 2015 of September 24th, continuously sober from all drugs and alcohol. Will be eight years coming in a few weeks. I'm sure I'll podcast a specific episode about that for you with some, you know, things I've learned over the eight years. So in regards to my work work, I started learning like how can I share more about meditation and mindfulness because hands down that was one of the top three things in my own practice and spiritual life and witnessing other people through therapy individual therapy couples counseling for over 10 years sorry that's just my text message I didn't sound off um and so I thought I want to move it online and do online counseling and I want to focus on meditation and mindfulness because it seems like every client I talk to, we always end up in a few sessions in the first four sessions talking about what is your relationship to meditation and mindfulness? How can you slow down and practice in this world of presence and train yourself and, you know, 
often in pop psychology, it's like how to love yourself and how to do nurturing things for yourself. And I just feel like the meditation mindfulness conversation is something I had all the time. So I decided to choose a niche and I learned how to do online marketing. I hired a few people to help me, including Marie Forleo and B-School, which is her business training program. I hired Amy Porterfield to help me with digital courses. Um, I hired another digital person to teach me about Facebook ads, Instagram ads. Rick Mulready was his name. And as I was learning right in the first year, I started to love digital marketing websites, email marketing. I was working on Instagram and I always just chose that as my main place. And I've let Facebook and other places go. I'm just on Instagram at Viral Mindfulness. And so someone hired me to help with their business. And it was actually my little brother who runs a real estate company in Southern California. And he needed help with reimagining in 2013 his website, his online presence. And I was up for the task and I took a part-time position and it turned into a full-time position. And from there, I transitioned out of administrative into a freelancer because by 2017, I had become pretty great at doing what I was doing and fell in love with it along the way. And on the side, I've always had viral mindfulness, and I've always cultivated it, knowing that I would land at some point. Well, I always hoped I would land, and it took much longer than I had hoped, and I took on full-time work and additional website projects for years to get out of debt, to sober up, and so now... I still work for my brother's company as a freelancer, and I run a bunch of big projects like their website, which has a whole system that blog posts and landing pages, and it connects with the MLS, which is, you know, the uh, listing service in Southern California for homes. He does high-end properties down here in Southern California. His team does properties just any property and it's Orange County, you know, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach, Laguna Beach, Newport Coast, San Clemente. And it's awesome. I have a lot of work with them. I usually it's kind of like on an annual contract. And this is year 11. So I also do one off real estate marketing consultations. It's my most expensive one to one hour because I'm pretty great at it and I've helped them climb to be one of the top teams in the country, the top team in California. I also run for them um, their Google YouTube channel and do a lot of Google ads, video ads, as well as Meta, which includes Facebook and Instagram. I just do a lot of things um, have over the year and now have a certain task list. So I'll just leave it at that. But if you want to learn more about my real estate one hour marketing consultations, you would go to viralmindfulness.com, drop into the footer and boom, there you are. There's uh, actually you can schedule and pay for an appointment to sit down with me. I know a lot about different parts over the 10 years, 11 years working for them, and I can point you faster to places to help your digital strategy. And so let's see what else I have to get to answer. Um, I'm bi-coastal. Oh, do I want to have a kid of my own? No, 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 no. Harvey is that space. When Jay and Kenny invited me to be part of the family and we when we became a family and realized that it worked for me to participate with them in close proximity, 
Kenny and I have become good friends. Um, they also have two cats and a dog and it's awesome. And so this is that energy for me. Harvey Rose is that goddess daughter kid-like energy. I'm not interested. I'm 50 in having a kid of my own full time. I am open to having a partner, probably a husband, but I'm also open to dating non-binary and gender non-conforming humans. I don't really date right now. Um, my life is really full and I'm trying to challenge the status quo about how solo humans travel and how the normative about relationships and being single is propagated. It's weird to me. Um, so I'm working on myself to be happy where I'm at and to cultivate meaningful relationships in a way that's intentional with the people who are here around me and in my life. So yeah, those are those questions. In regards to additional services, I do also have viral mindfulness, which is you hear this. <laughs> and I always knew that eventually, well, I hoped I would get to a place where I was teaching online full time seasonally throughout the year. And I thought that that would be a course like an online course. And so in 2018, I hired Amy Porterfield to help me with Digital Course Academy. And I have written this really interesting course called A Breath of Fresh Air. And it's all about meditation and breath and just other parts of spiritual life. And I worked on it for a couple of years and it was so hard. And of course, I do all of these things in addition to my other digital marketing projects. And I started Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I think I did one episode in 2017. And then a year later, I started regularly in 2018. And I don't do interviews, obviously. I am not set up to do that yet. And I thought, I'm just going to do this, do me for now. And 2023 has been the biggest, brightest year for my entire life. I'm so grateful to be alive and sober. And with viral mindfulness, eventually, um, the breath of fresh air found its way to, I don't think I want a course course. I think that what I hear around me from people that I'm involved with is that they are looking for small groups and spaces. My wise circles is what it's called, a wisdom circle, a wise with an S circle people think I say wives sometimes, which is fun. I think some season will have a true wives, uh, <laughs> a true wives club. Uh, and in 2023, I was all set up. I know how to do so many things. And I'm like, this is the year I just have to move. I'm scared. And I really think this circle is a great place to start. So why circles for fall open for registration tomorrow? So you'll be getting more podcast episodes about that over the next few weeks ding 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 that's the sound of my little brass bell i'm excited to announce that fall wisdom circles my wise circles are open for registration so head over to viralmindfulness.com and you can find all the details there testimonials um, the breakdown of what's included with enrollment and I would love for you to participate. And you don't have to take my word for it. I'll be talking a lot about it over the next few weeks. And the circles begin. Uh, there are three circles to choose from. 
this fall and autumn. Fall into practice, and you can do our Tuesday circle for five weeks from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Wednesdays, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. And Thursdays, 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Pacific Time. So registration is open, and here are a few statements, testimonials from previous Y-Circle participants, alumni. So Pamela, she says, being part of the Y-Circle in spring 2023 was nothing short of transformative. Alexander is gifted in creating a safe and beautiful space where authenticity, heartfelt feelings, and growth flourish. Thank you, Pamela. And Julie has this to say, the wise circle provided a safe, playful, and loving space for me to practice using my voice, and in parentheses, my long silenced voice. She finishes, it helped me navigate a very difficult life event with more courage and grace. Pam says, being part of the Y Circle reminded me how important it is to have a small community of people to share things with. The writing and drawing prompts gave direction, making it easy for me to get started. Alexander is a terrific mentor, facilitator, and friend. I will be begging to sign up for another session. Lisa says, it was simply magical and I wouldn't have changed anything because it brought so much wisdom and clarity to me during a dark period. Molly says, I loved everything about it. I loved all the resources provided. I loved the small group. I loved that there were only seven of us. It was intimate and we got to know each other. And finally, Bailey says, I learned that I'm not alone in suffering and how to create the same empathy for myself as I would for someone else. I also came away with some great tools for getting out of the head spiral through writing and drawing. Oh, one more. Lisa also says, Alexander facilitated an informative, deeply caring, and inspiring circle that I will carry in my heart. Practicing poetry, music, art, movement, and mindfulness with fellow soul seekers has inspired me to burst with creativity and love my life. Again, to be alive is the point, right? Simple and profound, and it was lovely to be guided by such a gifted, gentle, and wise teacher. Learn more over at viralmindfulness.com slash circle. To finish one of the questions, there are a couple other offerings that I have. I do one-on-one sessions. It's pretty rare. I just do a few a week. And you can find out more about those and put your name to a wait list. Um, I charge by the hour. It's more of a therapeutic mentoring. You can head over to my website and learn about that. It's really a great opportunity to be together one-on-one. And one of the new offerings that's coming this fall very soon i'm really excited about it is i keep hearing people talking about silent retreats and how they've never done one or questions about it so i thought you know let's bridge the gap and why don't i facilitate 
an at-home weekend DIY do-it-yourself with me helping you and a small group or a large group, depending on how many people sign up, we would meet on a Friday evening, start the silence, the solitude, and then Sunday afternoon, evening, we would meet again to complete um, the weekend. And of course, there will be additional resources for you throughout the weekend. And it will be a flexible place for you to decide what silent retreat at home DIY for yourself works in your setting with whoever's in your house. Maybe you just do an hour of silence in the morning and one hour in the evening. Uh, Maybe you live with a lot of people and you have to wear a little sign around your neck that says, I'm in silent retreat. I cannot talk. Please visit the notepad on the kitchen table and we can correspond. There's a lot of ways around it. And mostly it's a beautiful opportunity for us to be in group for the weekend, working with solitude, silence, meditation, and I will be your guide, Alexander Bluefeather. So details coming soon on my first one of those. And now, without adieu, I wanted to give you a glimpse into a little play session I had with Harvey Rose. She just started kindergarten today in real time. She finished the day. It went great. She rode the bus. She's home now. I talked to her. She was in the bathtub and she had a great day. (laughs) And I recorded this audio and we were playing upstairs in my room family. And sometimes I'm mom. So in this scenario, I'm mom and she's my honey. And my name is Rihanna because she's listening to Rihanna's music now and she loves it. She sang Shine Bright Like a Diamond for her pre-K graduation in June. So she knows a lot of the words. And she likes Rihanna now. So then her name is Ariana Clever. And she's my honey or my daughter. And we have a little doll that we're talking to and we're singing to and putting her down for a nap or for bedtime or something. So this is the little couple minutes of us singing playing in make-believe and I thought you'd get a kick out of it because I sure do and I'm making a commitment now that moving forward I'm not going to share any content anymore we talked about this with Papa and Dad without Harvey's permission I really like it I think it's great she'll be five and so in honor of peeking pulling back Um, to give her permission to share her narrative. That's what we're going to do moving forward. Well, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm not sure how her parents at home full time are going to manage it. So something mindful to think about about the kiddos in your life. She loves it. <laughs> Mom? Yes? I think she loves one of your songs, like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world I see, like a diamond in the sky. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little, little Star. And you mm-hmm. know that little nark. Oh, she loves it. Now she wants to hear Moon River. 
But that's pretend she does not like me in the river. Okay, let's do. And you show eye to eye when you know Ashabai. That's one of my new songs that we've been practicing at school. And you know. And it's Todd Moon. Light, shine, heart. And you start heart, bin moon. As a banana is some food. And you know that it's disgusting. And you show that you are me. A baby is so cuter than a hush up by mom. Oh, I love it. Sister, you're so great. Oh, sister. It's time for bed. Oh, it's time for bed. Good morning, Wee, Wee, Yes! Mm, <laughs> sister, you're so best! Oh, it's, time, it's time for playtime! Oh my gosh, we better play! <laughs> we better play with balloons and stuff! Yes to more play, more imagination, more fun, more drawing, painting... Harvey Rose is so fun to play with. So one other question I get asked is, do I want to move to New York? Do I live there? Why are you, how are you bi-coastal? So I have a primary point of residence in Southern California. I rent an apartment home here in Huntington Beach. And I am fortunate enough to, of course, do all my work digitally, which is what I set up for myself um, on purpose. And it's taken a lot of work. And I'm so grateful to be where I'm at. I also don't think I totally uh, mentioned that as part of the Luckiest Club, the sobriety support community that I am partnered with, I'm an independent contractor as a team lead, a team meeting leader, and we're paid to run these meetings. Um, And I also don't think I told you that You can go to my website and learn more about The Luckiest Club and also about Recovery Dharma. And The Luckiest Club is only $22 per month. I'm not sure if I made that clear either. So I have a salary that draws from about five different revenue streams, and it's really great for me. I've worked hard to identify what matters to me. And the last one is I've been selling watercolors. Thank you to all of you who own my art. It means the world to me. And I have an art gallery over at my website. There are a couple pieces still for sale. Most of them have sold out. And I will be having a new show in the fall with rainwater paintings. This time we will, I will be featuring Southern California rainwater Hillary, Hurricane Hillary, Tropical Storm Hillary rainwater. 
Thanks to my dear friend who caught rainwater while I was on the East Coast. So I don't want to live full-time in New York. Um, I am so grateful to Jay and Kenny for letting me be a part of their home and participating and having a cozy space in their upstairs bedroom attic where I can work and sleep and help out. And it's such a fun, fun part of my life. So what's up next? I have two more items. First is I would like to finish the episode with my friend Dharam Jeev reading a beautiful poem by Mary Oliver from the trail where we were standing together and I audio recorded her. She had a memory as we were walking along the water there and along the trail in the forest about a poem her sister introduced her to. So I'll let her introduce the poem and read it to you. But before we get to that, I want to share with you um, a beautiful few sentences from a writer and author. She's also on Instagram with a pretty big following. Her name's Brianna Wiest. And um, I read this last week and it really just sort of hit home for me. So again, this is Brianna Wiest. Rection. It's going to cost you relationships and friends. It's going to cost you being liked and understood. It doesn't matter. The people who are meant for you are going to meet you on the other side. You're going to build a new comfort zone around the things that actually move you forward. Instead of being liked, you're going to be loved. Instead of being understood, you're going to be seen. All you're going to lose is what was built for a person you no longer are. Let it go. Brianna Wiest. Wiest, W-I-E-S-T. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I love it so much because here I am coming back from this beautiful summer, meeting so many of you new listeners, and really stepping into my 50th year, feeling grateful to be alive, feeling grateful I made it out of drug use that kills many people, feeling grateful that I found my, I identified some of my gifts and how to integrate that with teaching. I've been teaching since I was a teenager. I started at age 13 teaching piano for almost a decade. And I've always taught throughout all the decades of my life. And I know that when I realized I had a problem with drugs and that alcohol was just bubbling and ready to burst over In 2015, I got help, and I did the most humbling thing. I just went to meetings and to 12 steps and started working a program. And here I am eight years later, and this life that I just witnessed this year, this life, my queer family, Harvey and her dad's new relationships with my family, with some of my religious family who belong to the LDS Church, We have different conversations now. We have made agreements to have relationship. And that's just a few of this new life. So if you're in a transition or a crossroads and you're looking for a little hope, here's me on the trail saying, keep moving. You are doing great. Side note, you're doing great. 
I'll talk more about that later. Your new life and the people waiting to greet you and to see you are there for you. And what I have found is that in those transitions, as I'm approaching new life, a new part of myself, some big changes, there's usually a middle period where it requires me to do uncomfortable things, to feel and honor the pain and the discomfort, and to learn to be silent and still, and to work in those realms. I'm grateful you're here listening. I welcome all of you new people, and I will close this and introduce you to my friend Dharam Jeev. It was such a pleasure and treat to meet you in person finally after a couple of years, Dharam Jeev, and to travel and to be in the real body, blood, and bones, and conversation, and hugs. It was wonderful. So here she is reading for us, well, reciting a poem. No, I guess she read it. She read it from her phone. (laughs) And just imagine us there on the edge of the cod, Cape Cod, over on the arm at Provincetown, Massachusetts, on a beautiful summer day. At Blackwater Pond by Mary Oliver. At Blackwater Pond, the tossed waters have settled after a night of rain. I dip my cupped hands. I drink a long time. It tastes like stone, leaves, fire. It falls cold into my body, waking the bones. I hear them deep inside me whispering, oh, what is that beautiful thing that just happened? Wake your bones, wake up. You're either asleep or you're awake. Be here. May you cultivate beauty. May you appreciate it and value beauty as it continues to grow in your life and present more beautiful moments for you. That is my prayer. That is the song in my heart. I will see you next time here on the podcast.